and blessed be the fruit welcome to episode eight of the lock and key podcast Uh, i think i'm gonna do a two-parter for episode eight i got a lot of topics i want to talk about um as a lot of you know it's been a while since i dropped episode seven and i apologize for that so i'm gonna try and make up for it by doing an extended uh episode eight chopping it in half Giving you half at the beginning of the week and then drop the other half at the end of the week. So, I hope that appeases you fucking animals. Again, I'm really sorry to my four listeners, my mother and grandmother included. I apologize. i um, just been, you know, dealing with a lot of shit. Nothing spectacular, nothing serious. It's just fucking life in general. At my age, you learn to just go with the punches. I'm sure everybody knows that, but a little, seasonal, little seasonal depression never killed nobody. Uh, actually, that's probably wrong. I'm pr- pretty sure seasonal, seasonal depression has killed a few people. But <clears throat> uh, I haven't talked to you guys since before football started, you know, and I really apologize for that. And you guys know I was really, really excited for football season to begin. I'm a diehard Patriots fan, for those of you that don't know, and uh, I'll just leave it at that. Uh, we're having a bit of a rough start to our season. Uh, we're 2-2 two and two right now. We just finished losing the Carolina Panthers. Great game, by the way. I mean, I won't lie. It's a really exciting game to watch. Um, things weren't looking that great from the beginning for the Patriots, so uh, I can't say that I was uh, you know, crushed to see that we lost, I'll be honest with you. But, I mean, I can see us maybe winning, maybe losing one or two more games this season. Our defense sucks. Our front seven is absolutely fucking trash. Everybody keeps getting hurt. Um, We're an embarrassment right now as far as uh, what we're used to seeing, especially on our front seven. You know, we usually have a strong defensive line, get us a couple sacks here and there. Save for Kyle Van Noy, who's having a fantastic season right now. Aside from that, uh, fuck the front seven. But we'll be all right. We'll bounce back. You know, Belichick will come out, cut a couple guys, scare a couple dudes into playing better. So we'll be all right. Uh, I hope all your teams are doing good, except uh, unless they're AFC East teams. <clears throat> NFL as a product this season absolutely stinks. I enjoy watching my team play, but I won't lie. Every other game that I watch in different markets, they're just absolutely fucking terrible. I mean, shit. One of the most exciting games we all saw this year was the Rams versus the 49ers, and that's fucking great. You know, that that's cool that those two teams finally... Gave us something to watch, and it's good to see that uh, Thursday night games are somewhat getting better. Even though the rest kind of stunk, Green Bay uh, last last week gave us a boring game when they um, shellacked whoever the fuck they played. I don't remember. But, um, so yeah, football's been kind of boring this season. 
I'm still excited for my team and to see how we play. We lost to the Chiefs. I don't know how anyone can be surprised by that. Uh, Andy Reid always has our number. We either play really good or, you know, he usually, I should say that the Chiefs usually play us really, really good whether they win or lose. So um, I really wasn't surprised by that. A lot of people just love to sit back and wait for the Patriots to do something bad so they can laugh and point and say, ha ha, the Patriots. You know, it's corny. It really is. I, 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 I'll tell you this. For you to sit there and watch that my team has been so good for 16 years and to just pray for our downfall, that's kind of sad. I, I'm not going to lie. That, that's really sad. Granted, we only, we know the only way to go once we get this high is down. Most Patriots fans know that our days of doom and gloom are going to come soon. But, I mean, to just sit there and pray on it just because you don't like the Patriots for some weird, unwarranted reason, that's fucking stupid. So, um, fuck you to that. I'm really excited for the NBA season to start. Um, since I spoke to you guys last, there's been a few shakeups. Isaiah Thomas is now a Cleveland Cavalier. Jay Crowder is now a Cleveland Cavalier. The Celtics have acquired Kyrie motherfucking Irving. And Carmelo Anthony is a motherfucking Oklahoma City Thunder. That's wild to me. That, I screamed out loud when I saw that on TV. But, you know, I, I can't lie. At least the Knicks got something for him before he just bounced and skipped town anyway. So, good for them. Same with the Celtics acquiring Kyrie. Everybody knows the Celtics weren't going to want to pay Isaiah, especially if he came out and had a fantastic year this year. So we acquired something before he dipped on us anyways and asked us to back up the brink truck. So, again, I'm looking forward to the NBA season. That's right around the corner. We're already in the beginning of October, and I know the season kicks off somewhere in mid-October. I know they've uh, pushed it back this year. We, we got an earlier start to the season this year, so definitely looking forward to that. Um, I'm sure the Celtics will give us a great season. Really looking forward to see what Gordon Hayward can do, especially you know, with Kyrie Irving at the point, um, this is going to be fun. I, I can definitely tell you this. I'm looking, I look forward to the NBA more than I do the NFL, but I look forward to the Patriots more than I do the Celtics, if that makes any sense to anybody. Uh, the NBA is just a way better product than the NFL. Uh, as far as the NFL, I seem like everybody just cares about their team and doesn't give a fuck about the other teams because other games really fucking suck. So, but I do enjoy that time period where we do have great basketball and football. You know, football will be right in the middle of the season. Basketball will be starting off really exciting. And, and you know, it, you, it, it, it's, I like, enjoy basketball one reason because you catch games on TV way more, which is cool. I mean, with these competing markets with football, sometimes you're stuck watching the most boring game on Sundays. You know, but NBA, you know, they do a lot better about giving us what we want and letting us see games nationally televised and things like that. So... Between watching my Celtics on, on a local TV and seeing some good games on ESPN, uh, I'm really looking forward to that. I hope your team does good. Again, as long as they are not in the Celtics division, I will tell you good luck with your team. There's a little show on YouTube called Respect Life. I know some of you have seen Respect Life. Uh, Respect Life is just like money and violence. And it's a lot more polished and a much better product than um, Money and Violence. Now, to say that Respect Life is better than Money and Violence is like saying that, you know, uh, Skechers are better than Jordash. You know what I mean? They're both garbage is what I'm saying. But um, I, I feel like Respect Life definitely learned from some of the mistakes that um, Money and Violence made. 
and went on with a much more solid story. Now, Respect Life is funny. I watch it because I do enjoy it, and I watch it because it's so bad. It's, it totally has that car accident moment where some scenes are just so bad. Uh, you know, as, as a lot of low-budget things, especially, you know, made for YouTube or made for the internet shows, which virtually have no budget, you know, they, they lack in special effects and things like that. But I'll be honest with you, uh, being from somebody that's from where I'm from, you know, we all see a lot of similarities in Respect Life and a lot of the characters. We see similarities with guys that we grew up with. Um, some of us can share personal situations and say that, you know, some of those things may have happened to us. Or we know people that have been in situations like that. You know, Respect Life is basically about one character named Mello. And, uh, you know, he's a level-headed guy. He used to be a credit card scammer, but now he's trying to get into the drug game and make a little bit um, more serious money. Uh, Mello is basically weaving in and out of New York and, you know, constantly trying to upgrade from his clientele and constantly trying to upgrade from his suppliers and trying to do better. But in the meantime, we get to see the lives of a lot of the intersecting people in, in Mello's life and how they go about their lives and how they deal with shit and um, shows characters dealing with um, some characters dealing with homosexuality, some characters dealing with uh, drug problems, a lot of characters just dealing with problems in the hood and not being able to go anywhere without somebody seeing them that wants to kill them so it's a very interesting show definitely check it out they're three seasons in right now um i hope season episode three is out there i've been waiting for that but again take it with a grain of salt um it's entertaining it isn't grade a classic cinema don't think that it's going to be a masterpiece um it's just an entertaining bit of a bit of something to watch on youtube especially if you're running out of things to watch like i am so Definitely uh, check out uh, Respect Life. I think you guys will find it interesting. Funny. Funny bad, but bad good. I don't know. Whatever. Um, I have seen a few movies, and I've been really enjoying my MoviePass card. This is going to sound like an advertise. It's, this is going to sound like an ad read or something, but it's not. I got my MoviePass card, which I paid $10 a month. I pay 10 bucks a month, and I can see one movie a day. Now... The only hang-up with this card, aside from the fact that you, you're only limited to going to the movie once a day, is that there are no AMC theaters. I'm totally okay with that. Um, I never really cared much for AMC's theaters. So, every other company is available. I've traveled and used this card. Um, I recently was in Texas. I used this card twice. I was able to go to the Alamo Draft House for the first time, which was a cool experience. And uh, it's great. I, I love my card. I can see one movie a day. And I pay 10 bucks a month. The only thing that's limited out of that is uh, you can't see IMAX movies. But again, that the card has already paid itself, paid for itself over. Um, I've used it three times and it hasn't even been a month yet. So um, since I've got my movie pass card, I saw it and I finally got to see it, which was great. Um, it was amazing. It was a great remake of a bad original. Um, just to highlight some things. The original was an ABC miniseries based off a Stephen King book. So I believe the show was kind of limited within itself that they were on ABC. They couldn't show so much blood and gore um, as opposed to the remake, which there was a lot of blood and gore, a lot of swearing and a way more funnier product. Uh, the original the original it is it's stuck in its time. Um, it hasn't aged well at all. It's absolutely horrendous to watch and painstaking kind of so honestly don't even jump into it don't even see the original it just go see the remake it was a fantastic horror movie 
I cannot wait for the sequel. I'm excited to see who they cast as the kids. Um, as they're going to jump forward in time, the people that play the kids, they're going to have to recast them as adults. So I'm looking forward to that a lot. So definitely see it. Um, it felt a lot like Goonies meets Nightmare on Elm Street. Um, the way they were just a ragtag group of kids. Um, they kind of just end up coming together and becoming friends. And uh, it definitely had elements of um, Elm Street in that it, um, the monster from the film itself plays up on your fears. So uh, please go see it. I'd love to know what other people think about it. Uh, it seems like the world likes it. It's the most successful horror movie of all time right now. Most successful September release of all time right now. And I think it's just going to keep doing numbers with Halloween around the corner. So I'm sure they're going to try and extend its run in theaters for that. Another movie I also saw was Mother. Uh, I was really excited to see Mother for the fact that it was getting mixed reviews. And it's a it's been a completely polarizing movie. Uh, all I can tell you about the movie... Um, I think in my next show, I'm going to talk about the spoilers and go into more of the film and ruin it for you if you haven't seen it. So try and see it with about a week from, within a week from now if um, you listen to my show regularly. Uh, Mother is about a newly married couple who have just bought a house in the middle of nowhere. And the wife, who's a pretty talented woman, is uh, remodeling the house by herself while her husband is a writer, is stuck with writer's block. Um, throughout the movie, they get random visitors, and you see how the effect of the visitors kind of somewhat puts a strain on the wife's perspective of her husband. Um, I won't give away too much, but this movie goes left, it goes right, it goes up, down, diagonally, um, and it has very, very, very deep messages hitting and hidden inside the movie. I really, really enjoy this movie. This might be my favorite movie of the year. Um, I do still have to see a few good movies like Blade Runner and Thor. And I believe we got a Star Wars movie this year, I believe, don't we? Yeah, so I still got a few other things to say, but I think right now Mother is my favorite movie of the year. Um, stars Jennifer Lawrence, who's absolutely beautiful, um, and Javier Bardem, who's super duper talented. Um, both of these, I think the cast was fantastic. Another one of my favorites is Dom Hall Gleason, who's in this, and uh, Ed Harris and Michelle Pfeiffer, who was fantastic in this movie. Uh, please check out this movie. I'd love to know what other people think. Um, it's definitely not the casual moviegoers movie. So if you're looking for something more mainstream, go see it. Or wait for the next Fast and Furious 13 movie to come out because this definitely isn't that. I love Mother. Love to know what other people think. And um, I'll talk more spoilers on the next show, alright? And like I was saying, I was recently in Dallas. Um hadn't been to Dallas for years and it was a totally different experience this time. I absolutely loved Dallas. Um, I had a blast throughout Texas. Um, one of my favorite things about going down South is just how it, you know, it, it's a, it pales in comparison to the Northeast. I don't hear car horns beeping. Um, you rarely see congestion in the inner city, you know, traffic is mostly relegated to just on the highways and things like that. So that's fine. I can totally live with that. Uh, people are so damn friendly down south, and I absolutely love that. Um, that is always the first thing that sticks out to me, and that's always the last thing I remember about Texas is how the first and last person I speak to are always the most kindest people I've ever spoke to. Um, I love Texas. I will definitely be back. So if you're from the Texas area and you listen, which I believe is one person out there, let me know, and we can maybe link up next time or something. Um, I had a great time. Um, eating has been kind of limited as I've been, I've been trying to not eat red meat and white meat. I've been just trying to be a strict pescatarian as of late. 
and I've been doing all right with it. But, you know, going down south where I was just dying to try barbecue, dying to have Chick-fil-A, dying to have Whataburger, um, it kind of hurt. But maybe next time, maybe on the next go around. Um, Texas is so beautiful. Dallas is great. The architecture there is amazing. Um, the skyscrapers really should make other cities envious. Um, I wish other cities would utilize their space the way Dallas does and, you know, somewhat catering towards a, you know, younger or more hip crowd and letting them kind of do their own thing. You know, I went to some of the largest bars I've ever seen. Almost every bar I went to had uh, some type of rooftop deck or something, which was great. And I saw the most beautiful sunsets out there. Amazing. Absolutely love my time there. Uh, thank you, Texas, for being good to me. I really loved it. One of my favorite things right now that I can watch, put my eyeballs on, aside from Rick and Morty, uh, there is a new animated show on Netflix called Big Mouth. Uh, I will just tell you this. Big Mouth is out of control, hilarious. It is wild. Um, Big Mouth is pushing the envelope the way South Park did, which I can truly respect. We, we would definitely wouldn't have Big Mouth if it wasn't for South Park. Um, but Big Mouth is absolutely hilarious. It's about a group of t kids going through puberty and just how they deal with it. Um, and the boys, when they start getting into their deviant, nasty, perverted, you know, puberty-charged ways, they envision a hormone monster who's voiced by Nick Kroll, and he's absolutely hilarious and perverted. And then later in the show, the young girls in the show start to envision a female hormone monster who, you know, kind of plays... Um, you know, bad devil on their shoulder as the angel is trying to pull them and do good things. But again, this show is absolutely hilarious. Uh, I don't know what else I can say about this show except watch it. Um, some people have seen me putting it on my Snapchat and been wondering what the hell I was watching. But uh, Big Mouth is absolutely funny. Um, I advise everybody to check it out. I think it's really one of those shows that's going to grow and be the new super successful animated show. Um, it's great for Netflix because Netflix just continues to let guys flex their creative freedom on there. And I really, really love that because since then we've seen F is for Family, uh, BoJack, and now Big Mouth become huge successes on Netflix being original shows. So um, really, really funny show. I've always been a fan of Nick Kroll. Um, it seemed like he, he works really, really hard and he can never get something to stick in Hollywood. And I feel like he's finally found something um super successful dude he's like a you know a comedian's comedian type of guy and uh very very funny guy i'm so glad that he has a hit right now super funny show a lot of surprise voices in there um I, the show had me constantly rewinding scenes um super duper funny i think everybody's really gonna like this show uh, a lot of my friends are starting to get into it and they keep texting me asking me what the fuck is going on and i tell them just keep watching just keep watching because that's pretty much all I can say about a show like this. Uh, that's Big Mouth on Netflix. Uh, just dropped last Friday. Absolutely great show. And for those of you that aren't aware, uh, if you remember around the time Mulan was released in theaters, uh, McDonald's released a Szechuan dipping sauce. Uh, it's kind of like a sweet and sour thing. Uh, their own take on it. That was for the release of Mulan. Uh, within the last year or so, it's absolutely grown in popularity because of Rick and Morty. Uh, so this Saturday, McDonald's will be commemorating that and releasing the Szechuan dipping sauce again. 
So go to the McDonald's website, find out which McDonald's near you is going to have this sauce. I can't, I can't, I can't really imagine the amount of le levels that weirdos are going to get to by trying to hoard this stuff and then selling it on eBay. Um, but that's going to happen. Um, I'm probably, I, I think I just want to get like some large fries and some of that Szechuan dipping sauce and see what the fuck we've been talking about. Cause I remember when it did release, but I don't think I got to enjoy any of the sauce. Um, I was I think I was too young. I was already having a hard time pronouncing Szechuan after seeing how it's spelt. So I didn't really get into that. But I will say this. Check your uh, McDonald's website and find out where you can get some of this Szechuan sauce. Because I'm ready to do it. I can't wait to try it and see how good it is. Um, it's probably like everything else at McDonald's. Uh, good the first time. Average the second time. And then absolutely terrible every single time after that. But, you know, I'll figure that out for myself. Uh, that's it for this week. Um, as I promised, I am going to drop the second half of the show. Not sure exactly when I'll record. Um, I already got my topics and everything. And uh, again, I will spoil Mother for you. So, And I will announce the spoiler zone on my next show. So if you do plan on seeing Mother, um, it will give you an opportunity to skip that. All right. So thanks again for listening, guys. Um, I really appreciate the support. It's what keeps me doing this stupid show. And uh, I appreciate it, guys. See y'all soon. I just ride in love. What? Oh. I just ride in love, nigga. And took that nigga, bitch. I just ride in love, nigga. And took that nigga, bitch. I just ride in love, nigga. And took that nigga, bitch. I just ride in love, nigga. And took that nigga, bitch. I just ride in love, nigga. And took that nigga, bitch. I just ride in love, nigga. And took that nigga, bitch. Touch the border. Bitch, I walk. Walk on top of border. Slime. We can touch the border. Bitch, I walk. Codeine, a Kool-Aid picture Put diamonds on my sister Put Prada on my mama Eating Benny Hannes Float up off the lobby